0: The Meddlesome Maples present The Quest Report with Matt and Richard.
1: Welcome to The Quest Report, where today we are going to talk about Tyrants of the Underdark, a game that we did play recently. So, do you want to give us an overview of what this is about? Okay, so
0: Tyrants of the Underdark is a deck-building game with area control uh, mechanics in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a starting hand of uh, nobles and soldier cards. Which are a bit like is, every deck builder. Yeah, it's ones you can buy with, ones you can fight with. Yeah, basically. And you use those to buy new cards from the market to augment your hand. Mm. In doing, doing so, you can score points for the cards that you own at the end of the game, because each card yeah. has a point value. Actually, each card has two point values. Um, a basic point value and one that you can get um, if you uh, promote a card, which, which is basically means you never use it again. Yeah, you take it out of you play a card that allows you to promote a card, which means you put this card out of play. Yeah. Um, which, but it's worth more points to you at the end of the game. That's one way of scoring points. The other way of scoring points is through area control. So, for example, there are there are parts on the areas on the board which for having full con- total control over, mm-hmm. will give you victory points at the end of each of your round. Yeah. But at the end of the game, you also score victory points for territories that you control by majority control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for ones that you have total control of, you gain bonus points. So there's different ways of getting points during the game. Yeah. Um, and all of that is scored at the end. There's also, you get uh, points at the end of the game for enemy troops that
1: you've um, basically... Captured in your trophy, yeah. Yeah, if you capture any, then you have them on your little character sheet, don't you? Yeah, and you can
0: get those through different uh, actions by either assassinating a troop or supplanting a troop. Mm -hmm. Those are different things that you can do. So, on each turn, you're going to use cards from your hand uh, to you know improve your hand or to take control of territories. To deploy uh, troops, to assassinate enemy troops, to place spies—it's uh, quite interesting because you only start off with one troop on the board. Each player does, and then there's the uh, like a neutral army that there's occupies quite a lot ones, of territories, yeah. and they represent different denizens in different areas of the Underdark, which all over the place. Yeah, all all of which are unaligned, um, and you have you you end up supplanting or assassinating those as you go through the game, but. To take control of different areas Mm. you either have to uh, place play cards uh, to allow you to place troops where you either already have what's called presence which means there's either a troop there or a troop of yours adjacent to it yeah but you also have presence if you've got a spy in a place now spies you don't have to have presence where you place a spy you can just place a spy anywhere I thought that bit was quite interesting yeah
1: spies because they were just on the corner of a, a box, weren't they?
0: Yeah, rather than actually occupying a position on the board. Mm. Um, and they they were quite interesting, because it allowed you to go in different directions and play different effects on different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, essentially, you've got these two elements. You're trying to build up a really good hand that's going to give you points, and you're also trying to build up uh, areas of control that are going to give you victory points. Yeah. And certain ones will also give you more... Uh, influence, which is what the income of the game is referred to as in this, uh, mm. to spend each round on, on other cards as well. Yeah, so cards. it's got two elements that mm. I really, really like in, in games area control and deck builders. Yeah. And those are the things that you very much like as well. Yeah. But we kind of disagreed on the way that these came together in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt liked this game and I didn't, basically. So. <laughs> Um, for me, though, the the cards are amazing. Uh, the artwork is brilliant. Um, the um, the deck building aspect of it I really enjoyed. I did like that. It's just and I normally would enjoy territory control, but just not the way it's done here, because the troops are all very similar. They're all the same basically. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're just
0: different colours, but they're the same kind of shield markers,
1: aren't they? Yeah, and they're kind of they're tiny and the areas that you're putting them on are just boxes and you're mm. just kind of filling up circles on the boxes and to me if they would kept it thematic a bit more there if they were like little pictures of towns maybe that you're mm. putting them on or something like that then it might have been better and also if the there were less of the soldiers but they were more powerful something some like of them that. some of the more important territories do have little pictures that go with them some of them that, do but you're yeah. still
0: filling up the boxes underneath aren't you
1: that's it yeah and to me that was too fiddly, and a lot of the time we were just f- trying to fill up spaces before the others did. It, it seemed to be like a race, because me and Matt were actually kind of trying to block each other a bit, weren't mm. we? On the on the pinch points between the boxes, we were kind of putting our own little soldiers and then assassinating them. And while we were doing this backwards and forwards, uh, Heather filled up the top bit pretty <laughs> much completely with her little guys. So that it seemed to be a race at the start, mm. and then it just seemed to be a bit of a struggle after that um but yeah I, I still really enjoyed the deck building aspect of it because mm. there were still cards i really wanted to get mm. and i kept devouring cards from the from the marketplace to, to stop tr- me getting them on my turn after. the really good dragon ones yeah that were worth like eight influence you devoured I de- a dragon <laughs> devoured several dragons yeah and then we all had to buy like smaller dragons after that because you get four different uh decks in
0: the Um, base game, and then there's an expansion that gives you two extra decks as well that you can get. So altogether there's six, and you pick two of these decks and you mash them up to make the market deck. Yeah, But then like in many other deck building games, you've got some basic... Cards that are in the market from the start that are just like a stack of like uh, advanced soldier cards and the priestess of Lilith, which gives you more influence, and that's, they're kind of that's kind of standard across a lot of deck builder games to have some more powerful versions of your basic cards like the that you can always get cheaply, arms. you know. Yeah. So there's that, but for me, I mean, there's so many things that I really like with this game. Mm. It's not when I say area control, it is a little bit different in the sense of you can try and take territories but holding territories is really difficult because there are cards like supplant which allows an opponent to remove one of your guys and put his guys in place uh a tr- say guy troop um and things like that you can supplant some cards will allow you to supplant a troop anywhere on the board so it's a really good way of getting a foothold but it makes it very difficult to hold on territories so in uh, some ways you're better off getting like a quick Smash and grab for points, and then maybe uh, not trying to consistently hold a territory throughout the game. And I think as well that comes through uh, not just from that, but the fact that when you assassinate an enemy troop uh, or supplant an enemy troop, yeah. rather than that returning to your enemy supply, there are cards that will say, you know, return an enemy troop or an enemy supply to its owner. Yeah. But most of the time you don't. They go into your trophy hall and you get points for those at the end of the game. But that means that it's possible to lose a lot of your troops and not be able to put more troops on the board. So you're you can be coming to a point where you're thinking, well, I've only got five troops, mm. I've got six territories, I can't possibly hold these six territories. So you kind of you've got to play with like a bit of a different mentality to a lot of area control games, mm. where it's critical that you hold on to your territories. Yeah, um, because at the end of the end of the game, you don't. In most area control games, you would score points for the territories you control at the end. Yeah. Um, but for you
1: you were racking up points. What, what you've got? Yeah. How long you hold them? Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Um, and it's quite possible. I mean, at the end of the game, there's some of the territories I scored so much more points from the end of round points that I'd built up through the game mm. than I did for actually having that territory at the end of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: So there is that to consider as well. I like the little spies, like like we said. That makes it quite interesting because... The just... spy
1: is one of the more interesting aspects of it, I thought, yeah.
0: Because even if you don't necessarily do something with that spy, there's a lot of cards that will give you like a, a bonus or something for returning one of your own spies and taking it off the board. So it's sometimes yeah. you're putting spies down just so you can then trigger that bonus and take them off. Sometimes even within the same round, yeah. you're doing that.
1: Well basically that's the spy having done his job and completed yeah. his mission, is
0: And I like that. Um, I like, I say, the different decks that come with it. I think having mashing up two decks gives you more replayability. Yes. Um, yeah. It's got just enough area control in it that I enjoy it, but we, as Richard says, he likes deck builders. We both like deck builders. Many of the games mm. we play and really enjoy have deck building elements
1: in them. So yeah. for me, this kind of this ticks all the boxes. Mm. Well, yeah. To me, for the the deck building aspect of it, like I've said, um, I think that works really well. You said to me, if, if memory serves, when we first when we played this,
0: actually, that um, you would have kind of liked the game. or a
1: version of this game that is just that deck building element i thought that at the time but then since then i've kind of thought i think they could have just done the territory control bit a bit better yeah and then it would be a better game but i do yeah i would enjoy it if it was just the cards fighting the cards because my thought on that was uh, the fact that a lot of those cards are to do
0: with the things that well that happen on the board Mm. really um so i thought it would I would play a a deck-building game based on this that was purely deck-building. But I'm just not sure how that would be, how that would form, because you'd be missing too much of a chunk of...
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. But then it would be a bit similar to... Other deck builders that we've played, like maybe have influence that you would lose. Or something. I'm, I'm not or, trying to write another game. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, or something like Star Realms, where you've, you've got an amount of you're trying to damage an opponent, yeah, and that kind, that thing. kind yeah. of thing. But no, I, but now we're th- talking about a completely different game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm just thinking that if they just maybe put as much, well, I'm not, I can't fathom how I don't, I don't know how much effort they put into everything. The, the artwork behind or the stuff that you actually do on here is really good. Yeah. It's just... the. Um, I, th- I just think that the way the graphics are in front of it, in front of the artwork, it just kind of takes me out of the immersion a bit. I think... I'm with you to some
0: extent on that because I think if you actually look at the board, Mm. the actual background artwork on the board, you've got your different palaces and everything Mm. and different locations, there's some really beautiful artwork on the board, really nice colours, similar to Abyss in the kind of colour scheme that it's gone for. Um, but they all kind of—it's almost like you've got your different layers in Photoshop, and someone's had that as the base layer, and they've put these little boxes on the front. Yeah, that could have been done so much nicer, as you say, if you had more little town pictures. And it the could thing have made is, it like open scrolly or something. Yeah, but they've kind of—they've got that to some extent because some of these locations, the more important locations like Menso Branzan uh, and some of the others, these do have little circular pictures which is where your little tokens go yeah the tokens locations. are quite good aren't they they are um, yeah. but it just yeah they could
1: have done something nicer rather than just the little yeah. boxes with the circles the, the other board is on. good though the one with the uh, the marketplace yeah the market board that's yeah, good there's and quite good illustrations behind them all and there's a proper place for putting devoured cards and it's got a picture of a monster eating an elf <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool so, you yeah, like I elf Sorrow, don't you yeah basically yeah <laughs> they do it so well <laughs> but um yeah another thing i i'm not too keen on is victory points um and a lot of games i'm i don't really like that i the last one we were talking about um fate of the elder gods is it yeah that one had like a summoning track from Hmm. it and that's very similar to victory points, but they've actually called it something thematic. Mm. And that to me is, a, is another thing that kind of takes me out of it a little bit because it's like you're doing all this, thing, you've got these cards and they're like your generals and your troops and your soldiers and you're deploying them and everything. And then you're doing that in order to get victory points. And then suddenly you crash back down again and you're, you're around a table with some mm. people and it, like you're trying to win a board game. Yeah. So I just think it would only be a very small thing, but I think they've got, I think a lot of your games have got into the habit of having victory points, mm. whereas I think if they just think of something if more they called thematic, it influence points. Man, yeah, if they, they call really it happy. something like that, I would be happy. And that's such a, a tiny detail, but when you couple it with the it, way the artwork, is... I'm not going to lie to you, Richard, it, yeah. it's
0: a bit pedantic.
1: It but is pedantic. I gave yeah. you a platform to yeah, use. That's it, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So basically, any game that uses victory points that will be a thing that I'm not too keen on, but I don't normally mention it because mm. there was there's so many that use it and it's it's only a very minor issue with me but mm. um but yeah that is is one thing one of the most important things for about a game for me is um, being able to kind of get a bit lost in it
0: mm. and, the immersion of the yeah, game yeah
1: and i i really don't mind like who wins or anything like that i was trying to i was really trying to think about it cuz the last two games we've played, I've loved the one that I won and I've hated the one that I lost. <laughs> and I don't want... i keep analysing. Is that Yes, yes. Yeah. I've started to see a
0: pattern here. <laughs> this is the thing. But Richard but normally, likes games. He can win. <laughs> yeah, no. But then I've thought In fairness, it. though, I'd mm-hmm. already played this before when I um, played against you, so... That's your it, first yeah. game of anything's always going to be a learning game if you if you' if it's the first time you play somebody and someone else has, uh, knows that game and knows how to play it and knows how the tactics work you're always going to be at a disadvantage you always kind of expect to lose but yeah. you should still be able to enjoy the journey. That's it and, and
1: before if, I started losing at this I'd already I didn't like the points that I don't like about mm. it now and thinking about it there's a lot of other games that I always get absolutely battered on and I still love like Cry Havoc. I don't mm. think I've ever played that and not been completely trounced, but I would still love to get that out again and play it. So yeah. um, I don't think it's quite, I don't think I'm quite It's not a deciding petty, factor. But, <laughs> but no, I'm suspicious of myself though, so I don't but, know. You know but to be honest, it's the, it, that's the main
0: issue. I mean, I, I've, with Dominion, I'm not a massive fan of Dominion. I can no, enjoy yeah. a game of Dominion, but my biggest issue with that is the fact that I'm generally raising income to buy victory points. Yeah. And it's 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 not just the fact that it's got victory points, it's the buying of victory points that I don't particularly like. That is a bit you know a when you mechanic. look at something like yeah. Thunderstone for example, which is mm. basically um, Dominion with a dungeon. You but you've got opportunities to like explore a dungeon and you fight a monster and that monster gives you victory points. That to me was makes that game stand above that's fine because Dominion. basically so, it's trophies isn't it yeah yeah so i'm happy with stuff like that and i'm i quite like the fact that your cards your mm. deck is worth points yeah Um, and i really like this pr- aspect of promoting to get more points from it because mm. not only is it good to promote a card um to get rid of your weaker cards yeah but i like the fact that you if you've got a really good card in your hand you're kind of thinking do i want to lose this card for the points, mm. and you're kind of thinking, well, I, I, I really want those extra points, but I really like this card, and I've just bought this card,
1: you know. So it's like you're promoting them to a desk job. Yeah, where they're not going to be in the field anymore. Yeah,
0: so that is interesting. It makes you think about th-
1: this. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I love, I love the theme of this game. I love the artwork on this game. Apart from, as we say, those little boxy towns on the map. Yeah. Um, I love the combat. The way it combines two of my favourite things: area control and deck builders i do think as you say they could have done made the area control of it more interesting yeah um but to me that's just almost like a sideshow to the um mm. to the actual deck building and the playing yeah. of the cards
1: i think if people love this universe then they'll love this game because oh yeah. the cards are so thematic and um and really on on that it, it does win really but and uh, I, I do love all the artwork and everything on this game. Um, it's just is the this gameplay a, of it.
0: Is this a game? I think we're saying that you you wouldn't be able to recommend then.
1: I wouldn't recommend it. No, not personally. But just because I I didn't really enjoy it, so I can't really recommend a game that I I don't enjoy myself. But obviously you can. So basically, yeah. people <laughs> who who like who view games the same way as you do might might like it. So yeah. So there you
0: go. Um. This one, we're, Richard isn't recommending it, but I absolutely love love this game. Um, and I'll speak to Richard privately later about the subject
1: to try gonna, and change his yeah, mind. Yeah, we're going to go fight in the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fighting talk. Is <laughs> that like the fight music? <laughs> Farewell,
0: Quester. To find out about other productions by the Middleton Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomeeples.com. Until next time, Questa, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.